welcome to a new episode of Creative in Focus. And today, guys, we have a special guest, uh, Kyle from Dome Studios, so D O A M. So, uh, without further ado, let me uh, just Kyle introduce yourself. Uh, all right. I mean, you've already called my name out. Yeah, uh, but they know like up a bit lah. Like okay, after okay. Kyle was that. Right. So, uh, I'm actually a photographer. Okay. I am 27 years old too. So, yeah, he doesn't look 27, by the way. What, what, how old do you think I am? Actually? If you guys are watching in YouTube, right? If you look at his face, right? He doesn't look 27. He looks like below 25, um, around the age. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. I besides being a photographer, I'm actually an educator as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I co-own this studio. Uh, right. If you want to rent this studio, just look for me. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave some details down there below. Like, okay. So you see pictures popping up, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, yes, uh, I, I'm, I have no idea what you're going to ask me, okay. so I'm going to have to ask you to guide me okay. through this whole session. Okay, no worries man, like, okay, so I, I believe that because you are a very good talker and, and I know that you might be like a bit stressed out right now, it's like, what am I supposed to start? But you know, since you're a lecturer, yep. You, yeah, I, yeah well, so so you are well prepped of this, right? No, I I literally just woke up one hour ago before okay. the, the whole thing. You know, it's like ah, I don't have to drive over here. Not not. By the way, he came, he came late, guys. He came late. Ah, huh? I was there early, but he came late. No, 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 no. We we, we arrived in time. Yeah, okay, okay, in time. okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you know what? Um, before we start, like, what's happening right now? Like, what's new in your life right now? Hmm. What's new? Uh, new is probably what happened like three, four months ago when the, the, the whole four COVID months. season happened. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I so haven't seen you like for what? Like, even okay, uh, disclaimer, I was here during the COVID season, but I came in prepared like, you know, sanitized glove and everything, mm-hmm. but I didn't see this guy oh, okay. for like two months. Right, 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 right. So like, um, what's, what's new is... I mean, business is kind of slow. So if when business is slow, you kind of develop your own personal uh, skill sets. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I think for Zach also, my other business partner, mm-hmm. he he and I are learning Japanese. <laughs> uh, that's one thing. Um, okay. For me, I I try to look at some uh, photography uh, photography business tutorials. Okay. Um, then there's always uh, coffee. You know, I'm learning how to do coffee. Uh. I started back in February before the whole COVID season started. Okay. And right now I'm just like, just continuing the whole journey. Yeah, so those are the new things for me besides uh, already teaching and already uh, doing photography projects here and there. Okay. And yeah, so those are the new things. Ah, so you talk about Japanese, right? Like how fluent are you right now? Uh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, so, so uh, uh, to, to all the Japanese speakers, Konnichiwa. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to whack me. But uh, I, I've been learning for like about a month or so. Okay. And everything was uh, free that I learned it through an app. Okay. Uh, called Duolingo. Which, yeah, which explains all the writing on the... Yeah, so my business partner, Zach, uh, doesn't really go through the Duolingo system. He, okay. he goes through the, the, the YouTube system where okay. he, he follows a single uh, sensei okay. and, and uh, learns all, all the, the theories and all the background behind the language. But for me, it's like I, I, I'm going to trust the Duolingo system here mm-hmm. and I'm going to learn through the, the things step by step. So uh, my hiragana is kind of okay. Like what is hiragana? So hiragana is the the alphabets of, uh, oh, of Japanese, okay. but there's alphabet 
version one. Okay. So, oh, that's a lot of versions. Yeah. So the the second version <laughs> is for let's say names. Okay. So uh, in in Japanese uh, language, mm-hmm. uh, they they use katakana to uh, the second version of the alphabets to to represent spe- wow. special names like apple. So it's like. Apporu or something like that, you oh, know, okay. or or Kyle is a Karu. So that, the whole the whole system there is different. Then after <laughs> that, you have a third version of uh, the Japanese uh, uh, alphabet, which is uh, Kanji. Okay. So Kanji would be more on the they're literally Chinese characters. Okay, so you were very occupied during the three months. <laughs> I I I'm I'm just doing stuff that. To keep you busy, like, yeah, just to keep okay. myself busy. Okay, I'm still doing it now, so I feel like it's kind of good. Okay. So speaking of like lecture, right? So, uh, do you want to mention like where do you lecturing or what? Okay, so I am guest lecturing in guest. Oh, yeah. your VIP guest. guest lecturing in the One Academy right now. One Academy. Okay. Yes. That, that uh, was, uh, if if I recall back, that was your own university, right? Yes. So. Um, I do have more background in, in lecturing actually. When I when I graduated back in twenty fifteen, okay. I went through a small little internship and after that uh, my lecturer asked me, Hey, do you want to uh, teach and also do photography at the same time? Mm-hmm. So I was like, Yeah, I I better take this opportunity because I don't know if I'm gonna ever do photography as a as a, a, a career. A, a career okay. if I don't choose this. Okay, five you know? years later he started a career. <laughs> still 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 going strong at it, I guess. Yeah. So, so at that time, uh, the co- the the college, uh, the university spat me out because uh-huh. I, I just graduated okay. and swallowed me back in. Okay. So, uh, back in back in twenty sixteen, I was already lecturing. Oh shit! And lecturing and uh, how old were you when you started lecturing? Twenty. 23, 24. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Were you the, like, the youngest lecturer Yes, there? I was, I was. Wow. In the department, okay, yes. Okay, I think the ladies will be like, oh, it's Kyle's class, let's go. Uh, mm, <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I, I don't ask for their okay. opinion. So, so like, like, why do you like decided to do lecturing rather than just going for doing photography? Um, I mean, it's just... An, I, I've been... Okay, so let, let's go back even further. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I was teaching, you know, while I was studying, I was also already teaching. Uh, oh. But I was teaching, like, little kids how to draw. Ah, so, cool. um, and even when I was studying, I, I went back to my high school's photography club to also teach. Wow. So I, I have this weird uh, history with teaching, and I kind of told myself and told the people around me, it's like, uh, I don't mind teaching. I really don't mind teaching. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of love sharing. It's like the kind of sessions we're having right now. We're, we're basically sharing each other's yep. experiences. Yep, yep. So I, I like to do that and I hope I can benefit people through different sorts of sharing. Wow. That's, yeah. so, dude, that's cool, man. Okay. <laughs> no wonder you keep like sharing stuff with me like, bro, how do you take this shot? Why do you take this shot? Like, come to the studio, I teach you. That's just me. La. So uh, okay. that, that has been built into me already. Okay, that's cool, man. Yeah. I guess that answers your question, right? Uh, so is that, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think because of that, you're still teaching at this moment, like still in one academy, is it? Yeah, like like my my current uh, teaching gig, mm-hmm. last year my, my lecturer asked me again, hey, uh, can, you, can you kind of like replace your other lecturer that, uh, because the other lecturer is looking to, to expand his uh, career okay. in, in other, other ways other than just teaching. Okay. So he's letting go of this subject. Hey, do you want to take on uh, teaching photography, you know, since you are already doing <laughs> photography. So it's like, 
Hey, yeah, why not? You know, the, okay. it, it provided a, a good opportunity for me to actually go back to the education line. Mm. So, yeah, here I am. So, I'm, I'm, this is my second semester going back already. Cool. So, I, I think, like, you know, like, every uni, right, they have this cool lecturer that dressed up cool and comes in cool. I think you're the, you're that, that department of lecturers. I, I don't know, like, I try to be, like, huh? you know, Yeah, you know, like, you know, lecturer, but also he has a career up outside the uni as well. I think it's important to, to like, uh, I'm not trying to shit on some of these uh, other lecturers that, mm -hmm. you know, when they just graduated and, and went straight into teaching, mm -hmm. uh, sure, they, they might be able to teach, but um, that's what happened to me. I, when I just graduated, I went back to teach. Uh -huh. So I felt like I, I owe the students something because mm -hmm. I'm teaching back what I learned when I was studying. Yep. Now, the thing is, I would like to enrich them with uh, Experience. experiences from the outside world. Yeah. So um, they, they say something about like, uh, you go out into the world to slay dragons, you know, mm. and uh, slaying these dragons, then you take back the treasure and, and kind of distribute back the wealth to, yeah. I don't know, your village, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that it should be the case. Like if, if let's say I've never went out from the village and then it's like, I, I kind of distribute the, the stuff I made in the village. It's like, oh, they're just getting uh, bread. Yeah. They're, they're not getting meat. They're yeah. not getting dragon meat. I mean, I mean, that, that's a good metaphor <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Uh, what is wrong with the current system, right? Like, mm. not talking about doctors or whoever really needs the education, but in terms of creative field, right? Yeah. They don't learn anything in uni. Like for my own example, uh, like 20 or 30% of the time, right? I only learn like a bit of the things that I learned in uni, but mm. most of the time I, when I did freelance job, or when I went like, you know, free, did free work for my lecturers, production mm -hmm. houses. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, I started learning all the like real stuff of filmmaking, photography, animation. Yeah. Yeah. But like, by the way, I come from an animation background as yes, well. Yes, so yes. I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, like mm. going out there, getting experience and coming back teaching. So I, I kind of feel like, what's your purpose ready? Lah? Yeah. Do, do you see yourself teaching in the future? Yeah. I mean, at the moment, uh, the YouTube channel I'm doing is actually teaching people. That's so good. That's great. Uh, I, I don't go for the traditional way like going mm. back in like uh, college if I would love to go like you know get some talks or whatever but uh, what I see myself in the near future right like let's say other than doing this film or doing as a profession but I do love to teach people because I want to change the market landscape mm. of the whole Malaysia okay because uh, that's the whole point of this podcast like it's just to educate the new up-and-coming creative people who wanted to make this as a career mm. but what I see is that when I started out, it took me four to five years all by myself. Mm. When I ask help from other people, mm -hmm. they usually reject me or they usually say that, oh, no, no point you doing this, like, you won't succeed. So I want to like, you know, break down that, that stupid wall and then right, 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 right. give a, give a, give a, like an uphold platform for the up and coming creative. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess, I guess these days I've been trying to say, uh, the kind of value I want to give back to people is, uh, Okay, so we, we try to understand. There are things you know you know. Yep. There are things you know you don't know. Yep. There are things you don't know you know. Yep. And there are things you don't know you don't know. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing <laughs> this podcast, guys. Because I don't know everything. Yeah. Because if you see my YouTube channel, right, I only teach what I know or mm -hmm. I only teach what I experience. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. So like, like my, I, I guess this is where the conversation comes in. Like, it's yeah. like, I, I wish to impart things that people don't know they don't know. That, that's, the, that's the most valuable thing that I feel like people mm -hmm. can, can receive from educators. Mm. So, um, I, I wish to continue doing that. Nice, okay, mm. cool. So, how long have you been doing uh, photography as a career? Okay, so while I was still studying, um, 
like you, you came from an animation background, but you yep. went into video. I, I came from a graphic design background. Wow, okay. I came into, I went into photography, okay. right? So um, when I was in high school, uh, I unofficially started my photography uh, career or my photography journey because I, I had a friend who loves photography also, and he, he said he wants to he wants to uh, establish a photography club. Okay. And it was like, he dragged me in like, because at that time I was already artistically inclined. So I, I, I did like the t-shirts, I did like a logo design for, for cool. the club. Okay. And, and, uh, but I was artistically inclined, but not necessarily photographically declined. But I had a chance to go and uh, try out uh, mm -hmm. to hold the camera and understand what it means to So what was your first camera? My first camera. Yeah. Uh, if you still remember. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, like an S. It's a Canon S90 PowerShot, if not mistaken. I don't know S80 or S90. I so, okay, like, do you do you consider yourself as a major Canon fanboy or Nikon? Uh, I've never used any other brands, personally. Like, okay. uh, uh, as in, I never own other brands, but I've, I've used, like, a Panasonic. Okay. Yeah, finally, so you know, guys, like, finally, I got a Canon user to talk to. Because most of the people I talk to, right, either they use Sony, Nikon, or Sony, Sony, Sony. Oh, what kind of people are you hanging out with? <laughs> Canon but, people are plenty. They're yeah, actually it's plenty. Just, I don't know anybody. Canon, like, those are the, <laughs> do, you, do you want me to hook you up to some people? Yeah, like, <laughs> give me, bring me to the Canon family uh, so I won't be like, you know, moving to, to Sony. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh -huh. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, like, uh, since high school until now, like, that means like eight, eight to ten years, almost ten years? About there. About wow, there. so like, a decade of photography as a career. Yeah, and, and I still find that I'm still learning mm. quite a bit. Like, there are always gaps uh, in, in photography. If, let's say, um, you focus on just, let's say, fashion photography, mm -hmm. then uh, you, you will get your mastery uh, maybe done in like three to five years. Okay. But my, my trajectory has been very weird okay. because I, I started off with street photography. <laughs> after that, I went into events. Okay. And after that, I, I kind of dabbled with like a little bit of studio. Then I dabbled with product. Mm -hmm. Then after that, uh, when I got out, then um, I'm, I'm doing travel. Okay. Then right now, I'm, I'm like thinking maybe I should, I want to go into journalism. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, so the, the kind of stuff, uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. Like, mm -hmm. so my mastery of things is, I, I've, I have knowledge in every pocket, yeah. but then each pocket will have its own pocket of gap. Yeah, it means like only you learn 20-20 or 30-30%, something like that. La. Something like that. La. Yeah. But I understand where you're coming from because you say street event. I don't think it's like, uh, like unnormal because it's very normal because mm -hmm. I started at that as well. I was going through street first, mm -hmm. then I went to event, then I went to fashion, yep. like street fashion. Then I went to runway photographer, then I went, okay. to, yeah, then I went to event back again, then I went to wedding. Then I just quit. Because <laughs> I kind of like, you know, because all the time when I'm doing right, I always have the urge to, you know, press the record button. Okay. So I kind of feel like, you know what, taking photos is, I like it, but it's not wh what I want to like make it as a career. Because mm -hmm. every time, right, I love to record. Like, you know, Canon, they have like record button, right? Yeah. So I always go for that record button. You know? mm -hmm. I don't know why. So you know what, like after this kind of doing, doing, doing let me do video videos like then. After like five years later, like boom, a video. Yeah, so so your 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 career has been influenced by your your habit of pressing. Your yeah, I, I'm not a man, just legit because <laughs> I love to express myself mm -hmm. in videos. It's just photos. I feel like uh, I don't know, like I can express that much in a photo. Mm -hmm. Um, one like 
one of the other reasons why I decided to convert to video is because of when I was starting out doing um, as a freelancer, I always get this uh, problem is that why are you charging 500? I can find other people charging 100 ringgit just to do the same job. Mm, so okay. I always have that price um, price wall every time because uh, I realized that there's a lot of competitive market out mm, there. Mm, mm. And when, you know, if you want to stand out, you need to do something different. So at the time, I was offering video as well. Mm. And it's just, it's just like slowly generated, you know what, video making more money. Why? Why it's not? It's kind of true. Do, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you want to talk about that? Like, because in Dome Studio right here, we do provide photo and videos. Yeah. And I, I'm the, the person, I'm, I'm basically the, the photography department. I'm one person and I run yeah. all the photography department. I think, I think that one we can talk after the topic that I want to share, okay, with, uh, okay, okay. talk about today. Is oh, that, we'll just bookmark that. And yeah. go, go so, because you said you had like, what, a decade of photography experience, right? Yeah. So, I want to share, like, just share with us, like, what are the common mistakes that photographers do? Or, like, in, in this case, you say the mistake and they should avoid it. Okay. I know there's a lot of mistakes, but just let, let's break it down to like at least three mistakes. The most harshest mistake you've done and you should avoid. Mm, I, I feel like they're not necessarily mistakes. Like they're all like kind of uh, learning processes. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I identified one, I put it in my brain already. Uh, the other two... Um, so let's talk about the first one first. Lah. Okay, yeah. uh, well, hopefully I'll, I'll generate uh, the second and <laughs> yeah. third one, lah, right? Hopefully it's just running in the background. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so I feel like um, photographers, like, we're, we're kind of talking about um, photographers who are slightly more than beginner already. Mm -hmm. Like, they, yeah, yeah. they know their basics already. Yeah. But uh, those I do, who are looking to like start this as a career. Mm, okay, yeah. they're looking to start it as a career. Yeah. I, I, this is my opinion, lah. Right? Yes, get your technical skills solid. Mm -hmm. uh, it should always be the foundation there. Yeah. But after that, right? I think some people just kept focusing on technicals mm -hmm. that they forgot to think about um, why why photography matters. You know. Mm -hmm. So, like for my case, I I try to encourage people to like say this. Um, photography is is not about uh, what's in your camera. It's mm -hmm. about what's in front of your camera. Yep. So that implies that uh, you have power over the creativity mm -hmm. of what you shoot. So if let's say you're, you're shooting events, right? Um, you, for me, la, okay, this is more of a very practical example. Mm -hmm. don't, don't just get like all the, okay, perfect lighting, uh, <laughs> perfect shutter speed, yeah, you know, true. all this kind of stuff. Yes, get them right. Yeah. After that, do what? Uh, not more perfect uh, aperture or more perfect uh, light or all this kind of stuff. It's, try to get as many different perspectives as possible. Hmm. Yeah, so like um, you, can, you can start thinking about like in terms of storytelling. Yeah, we've always seen the front side of things. Why not mm -hmm. see the side of it or see the you know, behind the scenes part of things? Mm -hmm. try, try to always think about uh, the, the whole big picture, like how much I can, I can cover in that, that mm -hmm. uh, environment or in that event. Yeah. So, so that is uh, something you can start thinking already. If let's say, oh, um, you are in a team of uh, event photographers, right? Mm -hmm. Someone's covering that side already, someone's covering that side. Don't, don't like stick to them and then cover the same thing, you know? Oh yeah, I mean, that's quite usual. I mean, if you do events, right? Yeah. If, even though you have like four teams, right? Okay, we're going to set up, okay, you go to left, I go right, I, I be in the center. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, everybody comes to the center, yeah. they all take the same photo. Then, yeah. So, so like, what's the point of like, 
hiring that mm. much of people, just mm. take that one shot. So, practically speaking, to be more creative in that sense, you cover a spot where people usually uh, might not think about it. So, okay. I used to run a uh, a small little team in TEDx KL and I TEDx TEDx Ooh, KL, yeah. okay. And I'm the they they appoint me to be the uh, head of photographer lah. So mm. I I manage a team of like five to nine photographers. Wow. At, at different events. Wow. And and most of the time it's like okay you cover this you cover this you cover this and let's say I've I've got my people around at at uh, vital spots already then mm-hmm. I can actually do different things I can actually go backstage and do portraitures with the speakers mm-hmm. so these are the kind of creative things that you can think about lah. I feel like uh, of course it's it's not easy to do this it's not always easy that uh, it naturally comes to you hey I need to I need to shoot something more different but you know you practice and go along the way uh, of of uh, doing it slowly, mm. okay. Pick yeah. it up yeah. as 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 much as possible. Yeah. Okay. So that's the creative part of things, lah. Uh, but I was just giving examples in event photography, but yeah. there are more. I mean, I mean, it's, it applies to the same team, lah. I would say. So mm. I think like uh, probably one of the mistakes we can share in terms of uh, rather than thinking of too technical, don't think about too much technical. Focus, like have an even. A balance between two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about your business life? Like, th- have you done any mistake in terms of business? Because I'm still doing those mistakes. Yeah, because, because okay, the uh, little backstory on how we met. I was actually uh, extra. Uh, uh, do you call it extra or lead? Uh, no. What's it? Your, your talent. Okay, sorry, talent. Yeah. Yeah, your so, talent. So a little backstory of how I met these two, uh, Kyle, right? Kyle and Zach. Um, it was actually referred be, uh, referred to me by my friend. Um, he just said that he needed a Malay guy. I'm like, bro, I'm not Malay, bro. It's, like, <laughs> it's okay. We needed a Malay lookalike. I'm like, okay, fine, okay. So we actually um, did a job for this company that yeah, we yeah, don't want to yeah. name it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then uh, he, they are like on the spot. I know that they, they did some mistakes, and I actually like if you remember, mm. I told you some of the the mistake. I pointed yeah, out that yeah, mistake. Yeah. Uh, can you share with us what mistake that I just pointed out? Uh, I think I remember we were talking about contracts yep. or something yep. like that. Um, I think there's more things encompassing just contracts. Uh, yep. Of course, contracts will. If if you, you guys don't understand what contracts are, is is uh, an agreement. It's a black and white agreement. Two parties <laughs> saying things that they should do and what they shouldn't breach. You know, yep, yep, shouldn't yep. like uh, backstab people Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, okay. when when we did a job. Of course, uh, we were still relatively new as a company, uh-huh. but it's it's still rookie mistake lah. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, you guys were new, is it? Oh, I thought you guys were like a, a bit like two or three years running. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. Do you know how old this company is? I'm not sure though. It's like, not even two years old. Oh, serious? Yeah, serious. Oh, this is just like Baru open. Well, not more than two years old, but more than one years old lah. Wow, you know, dude, I, I thought legit like looking from the you know cabinets and everything. Like, I thought legit like it was like. Two years running, two to three years running. Oh, I, well, thanks for thinking. Okay, no bad, no bad, guys. Okay lah. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover. There. Uh, wait, wait. again lah. I like to, I like to say that a lot of uh, what we have right now okay. is uh, luck. Yep. And I, I'm always like, I, I hate to say this, but I'm always afraid that we'll run out of luck. Mm. Yeah, so, but so I don't, I don't. I try, I try to compensate in fact with uh, actual skills, you yeah. know. Yeah, because I don't feel like luck plays in the matter because I've seen your work I've seen Zach's work how 
determined he is, your I mean, Zach, if you guys are listening, he's his business partner. And he'll be covering in the next podcast because he cannot make it today. He's in a very big-ass production somewhere in Malaysia. <laughs> right. But yeah, like, I've seen your work. I believe you have the skill set, but it's just, don't consider mm. yourself as a luck. Lah. It's just mm. that you were in the right place in the right time and you took action. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a different mindset. There's one way to look at it positively. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if you say you've run out of luck, right, you will say, oh, that means 10 years of running, you just depended on luck rather than your own skill set. I might say so. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, la, like, yeah, so. in terms of coming back to the business mistake, like, yeah. um, anything you can share about that? Uh, okay, so we were, we were talking about contracts, yeah. right? Um, and I, I think that uh, I. I for our company, like, I hope that other companies are actually very mature enough to not make any more rookie mistakes. Okay. But I feel like it's possible for even experienced people to make rookie mistakes yeah, at times. So it's, uh, it's always keeping you at your own toes. Mm. Um, all this kind of contractual stuff or legal stuff or uh, you know, agreements or to make certain systems that uh, will, will kind of protect your, your behind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they should be implemented as soon as possible. Yeah. And if, when looking back at my own company, it's like there are still certain things that we haven't done. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of stuff try to, to settle as soon as possible. Okay. Like if you're talking about contracts, right, then uh, come up with a contract template. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys want it, uh, there'll be a link in the description. Just take it, download it, use my own contract. Then... Oh, okay. So it comes from video. Yeah, the but it comes just from change a little bit like, because that contract was for a video video mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change it for your own, just uh, the terms and condition will be there. Like, yeah. Just change your own terms and condition. Okay. Like. So so that's all the system systemic stuff that will protect you legally or somewhat legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to I want to talk about something bigger. It's like understanding your own value as a company yep. or as a as a business person yep. or even as a freelancer. You know. Yeah. Even it's, freelancers, I I I believe that even freelancers, right? They are their own business. Mm-mm. They are the brand, their face of their own business. Yes. So I think you they. I don't give alasan that oh, I'm a freelancer so I don't need to have a contract mm. but if you work for a big big company like the company oh, yeah, that you, you worked with yes. you didn't have a contract so um, regardless big or small you like people who are listening you really need a contract because yes. it's like more of a black and white uh, printed down signed agreed on yeah. so that later on you know in the future you won't get like uh, a lot of problems uh, because uh, probably I can share a problem uh, just faced during uh, at the end of MCO mm-hmm. uh, is that um, in the contract stated that all raw files belongs to the company that is the uh, intellectual property of the company so mm-hmm. it's stated there and signed by the owner of the company mm-hmm. so a um, few days later uh, after the MCO ended right the, the second owner of the company requested for the the raw files just mm. to send everything for free mm. because uh, their their reason was is that oh we actually paid for you what we mm. that means all the videos you shoot is belongs to us what but I have to be like very clear with them I told them uh, since your co-owner signed this so I believe that this message can be relayed to you but sadly didn't so I showed the contract that said uh, you didn't pay for the raw files you paid for the final footage mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he was like a bit pissed la. of course <laughs> okay, so you have to understand or uh, like I'm not saying bad things but you know people who's older age right mm-hmm. they don't tend to understand what, what yep. they are doing yep, yep. so I need to like really educate them but at the end of the day they really wanted the footage so yep. 
uh, we came into a conclusion, okay, you have to pay for the whole footages. But mm. sadly, I know in for the fact, right, they can't play the footage because everything was shot in 4K, uh -huh. 10 bits. Uh -huh. So <laughs> imagine playing that in a normal laptop, right? Uh -huh. You can't even view anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the problem I faced. Lah, but um, yeah, they came back to me and said that, hey, why some footages cannot play? Mm -hmm. And I was at, at the same time, right, when I sent the footage, I signed another contract as well, stating that all footage are... I as, said, as yeah, is, like, you know, as it is, I told them, okay, this is ungraded. I put all the technical terms which they don't understand it. Yep. <laughs> they just sign it. And then when they came back to me and they asked me like, why some footage cannot play and why is it so grainy? Like, you know, some drone footage, mm -hmm. right? Like the mm -hmm. ungraded one. Yep. Like that. It's like, what was it? I cannot use like, oh, I stated in the contract that this is like this. You need like a proper system. I even put like system requirement. You know? yep, that's yep, how yep. That's good. That's very yeah, good. That's yeah. how detailed I was yeah. like. So, so they agree to it. Mm. Like, oh, okay, I agree. I read everything. So they just, you know what? Okay, I just sign it. Oh, if you want me to like come back, give you an MP4 format, I need to re-edit everything, convert everything. So tell me yeah, another charges. So I'll be like, oh, like that. Okay, no mind. I try, I try. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, and that's good. You you totally protected your behind, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a good story for... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is totally professional. Yep. I, I would put it that way. Of course, people will, will feel a bit uh, offended, like... Yeah, so, th I mean, that's the outcome of, you know, five years of doing freelancing and a, a mm, lot of fucking mm, mistakes. Mm, mm, mm. Because, uh, truth be told, I've been scammed a lot of money from okay. big, big companies okay. as well. Like, total up to, like... I think at the moment, total up to, like, 10,000. Oh, fuck. Okay. I mean, All if right. you're doing freelancing, 10,000 is a freaking big money. You can buy a fucking camera already. Yeah, you know, right? You can buy the new Sony a 7 <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I've learned from the mistake and I don't want to go through that mm. um, feeling again like, of feeling being neglected under yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe like, you know, I know this one, not most people will do it because we are, as a creative, right, we want to focus on creating the craft. The yeah, but it usually becomes our own uh, problems, you know, it's like yeah. we, we focus on uh, working on the best quality work possible, mm -hmm. but we forgot that to give the best quality work, it comes with it should come with a price tag too, and and we we just wanted to move things forward, and we couldn't agree on a term that yep. both sides would win. Yep. Um, I'm not saying that uh, screw all the clients that don't give you actual yeah. good money that you deserve. Yep. But there are times where people just undervalue themselves to a point where uh, it's not sustainable. Yeah. And, and they just uh, give up on the dream and then, you know, do yeah, something Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, it's it's a game. So in order to to kind of, like, reach the end of the game, you, you need to know the rules a little bit. Okay. And after you know the rules already, you, you can stylistically play however you want. Yeah. So some people don't know the rules and then they, they kind of like, oh, I want to do this cool thing right here. <laughs> and... and, and they kind of just fall because then they are they're bounded by the rules yet yep. they don't understand it. Yep, that's yeah. true. So I, I think coming back to, to undervaluing yep. uh, and, and actually valuing your work, I, I, that's very important. Mm. Um, you Once you don't know the value of your work, right, it becomes unsustainable, which I'm already repeating myself. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, guys, if you really want to look for contract or even invoices, right, mm. uh, there'll be a link in the description. Just download it. <laughs> it's going to give you all the resources yeah, to start I mean, a business. Just, it's not, uh, not everything, like, just the proper paperwork. Like, because mm. it took me like, I think, one to two years uh, of studying the company to really like, you know, I'm not very good in typing like proper words, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> so I actually begged my copywriter friends like, can you please check all the contract? <laughs> Is it? 
professionally said all this nonsense. Hey, okay, so I, I like if you want to just go download it and then use it for your own business, like, regardless mm-hmm. if it's a small or big. Like. Yeah. So uh, one, one day you just try to belanja him, copy that. <laughs> copy that. Yeah. Like, like, very good copy. Very nice copyright. So, okay, let's go to the last mistake, like the most thing they should be avoiding. Hmm. Okay, like, photographer, all right. Um, and this mistake, um, I think it's more on the advanced part of things, okay. or at least when you kind of have a career already, right? Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts from other photographers too, mm-hmm. and uh, other creatives. Mm-hmm. One, one important thing they recommend is, uh, even though you're doing clients' work, mm-hmm. you're doing commercial work, don't forget about your own work. Yep. Yeah. So of course, your own branding, lah. Your own branding, yep. or or your own your own style. You know, mm-hmm. uh, don't don't forget that that voice that is inside of you that everyone kind of have. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if if you're a robot, then uh, I don't know what to say, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, the robot listening, lah. Okay. Yeah. So so for example, uh, like for yourself, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you're doing this podcast, uh, yep. and and it's agreed that no one gets paid. Yep. You know, there's no money involved. Yeah, disclaimer guys, I'm not paying these people to like, there's no sponsorship involved. Yeah. I wish there was involved, but there's no sponsorship involved. I'm doing this out of my own pocket money. Uh, we're looking at you, Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, th- I think Malaysia is like, we're looking at you, Wings. <laughs> uh, well, choose, choose your, choose yeah. your, okay. your sponsors. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, um, uh, there, there are personal work out there that uh, don't necessarily get paid, but these are the things that actually get you your work in the future. Mm. Because people don't see uh, the the kind of, um, I mean, technicality wise, mm-hmm. you're re- you're replaceable in a sense. Yep. Yeah. So if let's say again, I, I got the best, uh, the perfect shutter speed, and <laughs> the perfect aperture, the perfect ISO, right? Yeah. Uh, Someone else can do it too. Yep. The thing is, if you if you can shoot uh, something very very unique that you've developed, or at least within your own region that only they can only get you, mm-hmm. then you kind of pioneer your your stance onto this whole style, or maybe uh, people love you for your personality or the personality in your work. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is like, for example, uh, let's say uh, I want to develop a style. I want to make sure. Each and every one of my portraiture has some sort of action going on, you know. Mm. Uh, the the model is like, you know, even though I'm shooting a headshot, but I kind of know models jumping, you know. Or or uh, you know when I'm shooting events, there, there's uh, the climax of a, an action uh, that is always presented in your work. A certain look to your photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> you you want that? You actually want that? So when people see your work, it's like. Oh man, this is so different. Let's yeah. at least try him out. You yeah. know? At I least mean, you get a chance. I mean, it's yeah. a good thing. It's like similar to having a mm-hmm. niche. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure about photos because I haven't tried it. But yeah, having a style, look, a team, so that it's. I approach mm. you for that. I don't like. It's like football. La. Like, I, I, I don't know if you watch football or not, but. I don't. It's, it's like football. I'm sorry. Okay, do you know Messi or Ronaldo? Uh, those are like household names. Yeah. I know so if let's say you want to buy Ronaldo or Messi, right? Mm. You don't buy them to change their way of playing. You buy them because they play like that. Yeah, exactly. Something yes. like that, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's the same thing to photography. Like you hire them because of the style of photos you like and you want it to capture in your own photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and um, you only can develop, I won't say you only, but 
most majority of the time you can only develop these uh, personality skills and styles, right? Mm -hmm. Is when you do your own work. Yep. Yeah, at your own free time. Yep. And and you and hopefully you love your style to begin with. Like don't don't like I develop a style because uh, some fella over there yeah. asked me to that's the way you should do it. Then you're kind of like doing his thing already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, develop your own voice, develop your own style that you can really proudly call it your own. Mm. I mean like what Kyle added back is that sometimes doing your own content will get you jobs as well. So I want to share a story uh, last week, mm -hmm. uh, which I closed a client. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so if you guys don't know me yet, because I do property videos as well, uh, as a, as a, that's another company that I run. So this agent approached me and decided to work with me for these two reasons. Mm -hmm. So disclaimer that she was approached by two other videographers, so total three. Yep. So I actually like, you know, every time I close, I will always ask a feedback like, hey, you know, why do you decided to talk to me and mm. why decided to start working with me? Because I want to understand what is the trigger factor that they want to work with me. Mm. So that if let's say I'm like majority are saying the same thing, I will keep doing it. So if you guys don't know, I have another channel called Property Video Rockstar. That's where I put all my real estate uh, videos and real estate teaching as well. Mm. So what I do is that I focus on real estate video. Mm. So I put everything there one. Mm -mm. And I also teach real estate agents how to shoot videos with their own, regardless they have a phone or camera, mm -hmm. just a simple tactics that they can shoot. Because you have to understand real estate agents, most of them, they can't afford uh, like a very big ass production, mm -hmm. video production. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. only like a few percentage can afford, but most of them, they can't afford. So it's my duty as to, for them to like give simple tricks to just shoot videos. Because right, right now, video is not optional, it's mm -hmm. mandatory already in terms of real estate marketing. La. So I asked the question is that, why do you pick me? Oh, because first I do real estate video. I'm focusing on the real estate video. That means it's my niche mm -hmm. and I have a certain style to it. So the other two videographers, they were like doing events, doing product photography for uh, this and that. So they won't focus on one thing mm -hmm. when they show the portfolio to the agents. And the second thing is that this is what actually made her decided to work with me is because I teach. Mm -hmm. So that's the keyword, guys. I teach real estate agent how to shoot videos. Mm. So that gives like credibility for her to like believe me that I'm an expert in what I'm doing. Yeah, it gives you authority. Yeah, right? authority. Yeah. So, uh, to be fair, she even didn't complain of the script I wrote for her or the storyboard. She was like, okay, good. I do for you. That's like the best client you want, you know. No changes to your own story, you know. Mm -hmm. So, that's the reason why you should be doing your own content. Lah. So. I get, uh, like, you have to understand why Kyle doing saying this as well because sometimes this can be a factor of decision making for the client to, like, um, how to say, it, like, approve you, you know, mm. get the job done yep. for you. Yep. So, yeah. So, like, uh, those were the common three mistakes. Uh, just to recap, the first mistake is that don't always think about technical. Mm. Um, have a certain balance between technical and having a proper picture style. Yep. Yeah. And I second thing is right. that have, make sure you have a proper contract. Like a black and white. Yeah, yeah. And then we talk about values as well. Yeah, so have your own standard. Like in the contract, state your value as well. Remember mm. your value. Don't charge like 100 ringgit, 50 ringgit for yeah, a biggest yeah, budget. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't destroy the market, guys, please. Don't destroy the market for us. But yeah, remember your value. If you start charging 1,000, we can start charging 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, let's do they that. Don't, they don't ruin the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, if you want contracts, there'll be a link in the description. And last thing is that If you want to start a contract with him, you can do that yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> so last thing is that uh, if you guys uh, do your own content, uh, make sure that even though you do client works, but do your own content because this might be a decision maker for, you know, 
getting the job as well, lah. Because most mm, people yeah. think of you as an authority figure, so you have that power to do whatever you want. <laughs> this is why we all want it. <laughs> just, just adding on to the last point there, lah. Yeah. Like, um, if you're just a photographer, right, yeah. and doing his own thing, yeah. and, and you have a lot of work, but. So one thing I can I can sort of brag is that yeah. I can say I'm a photographer lecturer too. Just you know. Yeah. So so I, in a way, it does the association does lend you more authority, it does give you more credibility, okay. and it makes it much more easier. So if you are just a photographer, if you want to land like let's say, uh, food food related jobs, then you can say I'm actually a cook too, mm-hmm. you know, or you want to you want to explore into that. I feel like. Um, more, more associations, uh, kind of like tagged onto mm-hmm. what you want to do, will help you out. Okay. All right. So, um, anything you want to add up before we end this podcast? Um, to the people who's listening to up and coming creatives. Uh, just wear more mask when you go out. <laughs> Follow and <laughs> guys. I think by the time, let's say in the future, like, let's say the coronavirus ended, uh-huh. just stop wearing mask. But be safe. Be sanitized. Mm, <laughs> yes. I hope so. Yeah, and always, guys, like, uh, remember to like, you know, uh, put your work out there, lah. Just don't be like a mysterious photographer covering his face. At the mm. end of the day, right? Even though it's photo, photo, right? People trust people. Don't they don't trust work? At the end of the day, this this is why I, I this is my philosophy. I make those mistakes sometimes. Yeah. So I I've seen a lot of photographers up and coming. They only show the photos only. They don't show themselves. Mm-hmm. So remember, like. Show yourself lah, because just remember these three words: people trust people. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you guys found this valuable. And as always, if you want to follow Kyle, I'll put his social media links in the description below. And as well as, does Dome have a YouTube studio? Uh, you you can find it. You okay, can go, it. go go check out their like very awesome series called uh, Chasing the Galaxy. Is it? Uh, Searching Infinity. Ah, Searching Infinity. It's a super cool channel. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's kind of old. It's back in uh, twen- uh, 2018, but I think it's there's still some value. Yeah, two years ago, ni ma. So, but it's, it's a very good uh app, like series like, So go check it out. I'll put the links in the description as well. And if you want to check out uh more podcasts, uh, pop up somewhere in Kyle's face right now. Just click into it, and then more episode will be there for you to learn more creative stuffs and how to make this as a career as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this video and go out there, discover, connect, inspire. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Ciao.